0: They said we'll do twenty videos for twenty thousand dollars. You should do a podcast. Your website needs to be revised. I'll do it for fifteen thousand dollars. I'm a startup and I have no income and I have no revenue. How am I going to pay
1: for any of this? You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, friends. We talk a lot about living within our means and ideally below our means when we talk about personal finance, but the truth is that also applies in business, especially with startup businesses that are, as they say, pre-revenue. Before we get to our guest, I just want to welcome our new listeners and, of course, welcome back our regulars. We keep the show on the shorter side, around 15 minutes, so you can fit it into your busy day. But, of course, feel free to binge on a few episodes if you've got half an hour, two episodes, and so on. The idea is that we share money stories that are going to give us something to think about that may relate to our personal lives, maybe our careers and business lives, which these days are blending together more and more. We also do everyday money tips because we want you to have more money. On that note, our guest Vera Gibbons spent years as a consumer journalist before starting her website, Non-Political News, aka Nopo. And when she did, everybody wanted to help her out and had their hand out. Here is Vera Gibbons. Hey, Vera Gibbons, you're a financial grown up. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be your guest. Congratulations on your new website, non political news, something we all need a little bit of. It is a labor of
0: love. I mean, I started it a couple of years ago and I've really, it's really been growing like gangbusters. All the news is non-political, and then we have some fun stuff and some stuff that is just frivolous
1: and interesting, and it's resonating. People really seem to like it. Well, I want to hear more about it, but first I want to get to your money story because it has to do with being an entrepreneur and starting a business and the fact that sometimes we take on costs that we should not. Tell us more.
0: That is a big problem. So all my life, as you know, I've been bouncing around on different TV shows, doing personal finance and consumer segments. And then I started nonpoliticalnews.com. So the big money story is it's expensive to be your own boss. This is probably why people don't do it. There are legal costs. There are marketing costs. And they add up and they add up very, very quickly, as I quickly found. And people tell you that you need to do this. You need to do that. It never ends. I mean, when I first started nonpoliticalnews.com, I had people approach me from NBC where I used to work and they were saying, oh, do you want me to do some videos for you? And they said, we'll do 20 videos for $20,000. You should do a podcast. Your website needs to be revised. I'll do it for $15,000.
1: I mean- Those are big lot. numbers. Big. Because your big. revenue was what at this point? Zero. Zero. So zero. zero revenue and these people are hitting you up And
0: they wanted to do all sorts of stuff, and they weren't taking me and my personal situation under consideration at all. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm a startup, and I have no income, and I have no revenue. How am I going to pay for any of this? People were telling me, oh, you should bring on people to work for you. You should hire someone to do the marketing. I hired one person to help me with email problems with the delivery of our email. We use MailChimp, as everybody does who's in the newsletter business, pretty much. The email goes out every single morning at 7 a.m. into your inbox, and occasionally, some people weren't getting the email, or it was showing up late, or it was bouncing back. So I had to bring in somebody to help me with that. But at the time, I was thinking, I just got to make sure this email gets out to my subscribers every single morning and is consistent in the delivery. So that was a priority. And then we had another priority that literally landed on my desk, which was we had a trademark problem. I had trademark nonpoliticalnews.com, and somebody was infringing on our trademark. So... That was a big legal cost that I had to undertake uh, for obvious reasons. We couldn't have this happen. So we had to do a cease and desist and put these people out. And then we ended up buying their domain. It was a big ordeal. And it also held up the marketing side of things, too, because I was like, well, I can't really continue with using the name nonpolitical news or no-po news, as we call it, if somebody else has that name people are confused with where they're going and they're being misdirected. So that was a big, unfortunate legal battle that we had to undertake and that was an
1: expensive one. So how did this all evolve to where you are now in terms of your ongoing expenses, who your, your payroll basically? I did make a
0: compromise with the videos. I mean, the, they had wanted me to do like 20 videos for $20,000. I worked out a deal with them where I did a couple just to test the waters for a couple thousand dollars. And in the end, that was a financial mistake, actually, because the videos did not do all that well. They weren't generating the kind of traffic or interest we wanted. I had actually found a couple of typos in one of the videos before it went out. So I'm like, well, what am I paying for all this for? That was a mistake. Thankfully, it wasn't that big a financial mistake. It was just a couple thousand dollars, the cost of doing business. I also had a lot of people who approached me and wanted to help me with the social media. That's still a work in progress because I'm not very good at social media and I don't really like it. (laughs) But at some point I'm probably going to have to hire somebody to do that because I know now that in order to get your product out there and to get the word out there about your product, you need to have someone pretty aggressively promoting that on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And I've been not very good about that. Quite honestly, the bulk of the money has gone toward my website guy. He, he redid the website. It looks pretty good now. It's a little, Last year, it's a little more user-friendly, and my marketing, he's just a part-time marketing guy. He's on Retainer. He does help me with Facebook promotions and a little bit of social media, and we occasionally do free giveaways via nonpoliticalnews.com where we partner up with various entities and we provide something for our, our, our subscribers, So he's been helping me with some of those promotions. Those can be costly, too, if you depending on how you market them on Facebook. I mean, Facebook has changed all the algorithms now, so it's a little trickier than it used to be perhaps, but that has been primarily where I've
1: been spending the money. So what's the revenue model?
0: Uh, The revenue model is at some point we're going to be doing sponsored segments. We do have, the way it's organized now is we have different categories. We have consumer, personal finance, health and wellness, fashion, beauty, and fitness and diet. And every day and into the night and early morning I curate the news within those categories. And at some point soon we're gonna partner up with influential people within each of the respective categories and we're gonna tap into their followers and see if it the catch on with non political
1: news. So Vera, what is your money lesson from that story and taking on all of those expenses, some you didn't take on, some you did and regret? I guess the lesson is do
0: what is absolutely necessary at the time and hold off on the other things until that becomes a complete necessity. For me, the necessities were dealing with email delivery problems. Uh, obviously, you want to make right, sure- Because if,
1: you- if people aren't getting their daily emails, you have no business.
0: Exactly. So that was a a hot fire I had to put out immediately. And then the other issue was just a legal issue. We had someone infringing on our trademark, and that was another hot issue uh, that had to be taken care of immediately. The other stuff could wait, and some of it is still waiting. It's just been a work in progress.
1: All right, let's talk about an everyday money tip because you're in the news business, you know what's going on, and that gave you an idea for something people need to be paying a lot of attention to, maybe more than they think check your interest rates, guys.
0: A lot of people do not even know what their interest rate actually is. And we are in a rising interest rate environment. You really need to know where you stand on that front because your costs are going to get more expensive.
1: You probably maybe perhaps have noticed things are going
0: up on your credit card.
1: Yeah. So what are the different interest rates that people should be checking that could change that aren't usually fixed?
0: Well, that would be your variable rate loans. Your credit cards are variable rate loans. If you have an adjustable rate mortgage, that's a variable rate loan. These are the types of things that people really need to check. I mean, especially that credit card rate, because when the Fed raises their rates, your credit card rate goes up in sync, you know, pretty much immediately. 25 basis point hike may not sound like a lot. But we've had a couple, and we're potentially going to get three or four hikes for the total of 2018. So that credit card debt that you carry month to month to month over, you, you revolve your debt, is
1: going to be more expensive. Let's say you have a credit card, and you know it's not being paid off anytime soon. What can you do?
0: Well, if you have good credit in the 700 range, you could always call up your credit card company and see if they'll actually lower your rate. That strategy continues to work today. If you have been paying your bills on time, if you've shown them that you're reliable, that you do uh, pay everything off and you're responsible, they may actually be willing to give you a bit of a break. And that, that has been true for years and years and years, but a lot of people don't bother actually taking that step. So if you notice that your credit card rate has gone up, and it probably has over the course of the last six months, you could always pick up the phone and ask the credit card company to to lower
1: that rate or to bring it down to the rate it once was uh, a couple of months ago. All right, tell us a little bit more about non political news and where people can find it, where people can learn more about it, and more about you. Well, non political news you can find it on
0: nonpoliticalnews.com. Once you sign on to subscribe, there is a you will get a link to confirm your subscription, and then every day in your inbox seven a.m. you'll get a nice mix of non political news. In consumer personal finance, health and wellness, fashion beauty, fitness, and diet. And then on Friday, we run guest posts. We've had Gene Chatsky, we have had Peter Greenberg, we've had a bunch of CNBC people from Bill Griffith to Ron Insana to Guy
1: Adami do them. And I know you're not a huge social media fan, but people would probably really enjoy following you. Where can they?
0: Oh, thanks, Bobby. Yes. Yeah, so we do have an Instagram account, Non Political News. Like you said, I'm not very good about. Updates on there, but I'm, I promise to get better. And then Facebook, we're non political news, and Twitter, we're, we're no po daily.
1: No po daily, like it. Ah. Vera Gibbons, thank you so much. This was wonderful. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. So, my friends, Vera learned some very big lessons very quickly. Financial grown up tip number one tune out the advice from well meaning friends who want you to take on costs before your business mission and priorities are well-defined, and frankly, before you can afford them. Vera still has no clear path to revenue, so she's right to limit her expenses to only the most essential, making sure her emails go out without a hitch and paying her legal bills. And she knows that if she adds people on, as she does on occasion, she keeps it freelance and project-based. So flexibility is still there for you. Financial tip number two, if you aren't already, start paying attention to the news regarding the Fed and interest rates. It is going to get personal real fast. If you have any kind of loans, this is important to be paying attention to. But here's the good news there is an upside. Low rates have also meant very low returns for those on fixed incomes or those that just invest in fixed income instruments. So rates for things that you might want to invest in, like CDs, are going to go up. Glass half full, my friends. I will leave some links in the show notes of places you can get some great information and stay up to speed on what matters. If you are not already, please hit that subscribe button. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please rate the podcast and leave a review. Also, if you like the show, just tell a friend. Ask them to check it out as well. If you are enjoying the promos and want one for yourself or for your business, follow me on social media and share them. I will be choosing a winner soon, and it could be you. I am on Twitter at BobbiRebell, Instagram at BobbiRebell1, and Facebook at Rebel. And DM me your thoughts on the show and what guests you would like to hear from. Loved how candid Vera Gibbons was with us about the challenges of starting and growing a business. Lots of lessons in hindsight already. So thank you, Vera, for bringing us all one step closer to being financial ups.